It's time for some Rock'em Sock'em MIC Conference men's basketball, Carlton Knights style. Carlton Knights are hosting a very good Gustavus Adolphus team that kind of handled them when they played at Gustavus earlier in the year. And we'll see how much the Carlton Knights have improved or not, right? This is kind of a barometer game for Carlton. Same's true for Gustavus, who is coming off a tough loss to St. John's. If I remember right, Carlton was coming off a tough loss to St. John's when they played Gustavus last time. They lost by, a, well, a shot that I thought was going to go in from Miles Fritch at the top of the key. It just rimmed off that would have won the game for Carlton. They ended up uh, losing that one by just a point. And so, consequently, uh, St. John's is still undefeated in the MIC Conference. This team, Gustavus, did not have the lead relinquished in their game up at St. John's until there were 38 seconds to go in that game. And the Johnnies won the last 38 seconds, and they won the, the game. 73-70 was the final score. So a tough loss for the Gusties on the road, and they get to come to Northfield here and take on the Carlton Knights. Other games tonight, Hamlin is at Bethel. Boy, Hamlin's been on a bit of a roll. St. Scholastica travels to Augsburg. St. John's makes the long road trip to St. Mary's. That's a haul for the Johnnies. And McAllister (laughs) is at St. Olaf. And it's not uh, too early to say that that's almost must-win time for McAllister. They're sitting with three wins in the league. So that's at St. Olaf across the river. Standing, St. John's is undefeated. They've received votes, not cracked the top 25 in the rankings. Hamlin is 7-3. Gustavus is 7-3. Of course, Carlton manhandled Hamlin here. Concordia is 6-4. Carlton is 6-4. St. Olaf is 6-4 in league play. Cobbers are 10-5 overall. Carlton is 9-6 overall. St. Olaf is 7-8 overall. Bethel is 4-6 in the conference. They're 7-8 overall. McAllister 3-7 and 7-8. And and Augsburg's 3-7 and 5-10. And and St. Mary's is 2-8 and 3-12. And, and St. Scholastica has one win, nine losses in the league. And they are 2-13 overall on the season. Not this Saturday, but next Saturday we go to Duluth to face St. Scholastica. Knights. Had a big 98-74 win over Bethel Monday night. He hit 16 three-pointers. That's tied for fifth most in program history. They shot 61.5% from three-point range. That's tied for seventh best in program history. Three nights had career-high points. Alex Gibbons had 26. Chuck Sweat had 14. Gabriel Cummings had 13 on his birthday. <laughs> That's right. We found out it was his birthday when we got a chance to visit with him after the game. Luke Harris scored his 1,000th career point January 10th at McAllister. One of five active MIC players to surpass that mark during his career. Harris is the 31st Carlton player to reach that mark. Caleb Williams of McAllister has 1,362 points in 70 games. Ryan Thiessen of St. John's, 1,112 in 75. Zach Dooley of Bethel, 1,076 in 70. 
Connor Martin of St. Olaf, 1,052 and 73. And Luke Harris, 65 games, 1,069 is the point total coming into tonight. Looking at the all-time scoring list, Luke is at number 26 right now. He's one point out of number 25 where Scott Christensen is. He did that in 91 games, 1,070. He's 17 points away from number 24 on the list. He's 26 points away from number 23 on the list. Very capable of doing that. So he continues to climb up that career scoring list. Matt Banavets ranks second in the MIC in steals. He's fourth in free throw percentage, fifth in rebounds per game. He's seventh in three-pointers per game. He's ninth in three-point field goal percentage, ninth in blocks, and he's 11th in points per game. Alex Gibbons ranks 11th in steals. He's 13th in three-point field goals made per game, 17th in assists, and 18th in blocks. Spencer Getz ranks number one in assist to turnover ratio in the league. He's second in steals. He's seventh in rebounds, and he's eighth in assists. Luke Harris is number one in points. He's number one in steals. He's number four in assists per game. He ranks ninth in assist to turnover ratio. He's 12th in rebounds. Remember, he's their point guard, and he's 13th in free throw percentage. Sam Colling, the freshman, ranks fourth in blocks per game. He's fifth in field goal percentage. And Chuck Sweat ranks 17th in three-pointers per game. So they're getting a lot of production here of the Carlton Knights. Offensively, as I said to Guy Cullen, the legendary head coach of Carlton, as he was entering the West Gym here tonight, I said, Guy, we need a defensive performance like we had in the second half against Bethel, and we need that to be played the entire game. The entire game. Not one half, but the entire game against this very good Gustavus Adolphus Gusty's team. Federated Insurance, Amesbury Truth, Carleton College bring you our broadcast from Carleton College in Northfield, Minnesota. Federated Mutual Insurance Company is hiring in Owatonna and Mankato. Federated Insurance offers full training, competitive pay and benefits, plenty of room for growth, and an unmatched company culture. We are seeking talented professionals who are comfortable working with multiple computer systems and who have a strong attention to detail. No insurance experience is required. Join a company that values hard work and continues to thrive and grow. Learn more and apply now at federatedinsurance.com. Carleton College is committed to providing a true liberal arts education, a curriculum that challenges students to learn broadly and think deeply. Instead of training for one narrow career path, Carleton students develop the knowledge and skills to succeed in any walk of life. Carleton students learn critical thinking, problem solving, use creativity and effective communication tools to transform a collection of facts and figures into a way of understanding the world. Carleton College's faculty members are highly respected scholars, researchers, and practitioners in their field. But above all, their first priority is teaching. Every course at Carleton is taught by a professor, not a teaching assistant, and classes small enough to offer individual attention for students. A student-to-faculty ratio of 9 to 1 ensures Carleton students have plenty of opportunity for interaction with their professors. 
Tell the Carl the Knights are back on the floor here at West Gym. And Gustavus is getting some last-minute instructions. The Gusties will be going right to left on your radio dial in the first half. And, of course, the Gusties will be going left to right on your radio dial. I did pull out the stat sheet from the game over in St. Peter. The halftime score was 39-33 in favor of Gustavus. And then they held Carlton to 29 second-half points while scoring 37 and won the game 76-62. Points in the paint were dead even at 36. Points off turnovers, 16 for Carlton and 5 for Gustavus. You're wondering how the heck did they lose the game? Well, rebounds, 44 for the Gusties and 23 for Carlton. That's right, they were a plus 21 on the glass. Now, since then, Carlton has been the number one rebounding team of the league, but they they got to concentrate on it. They don't have any super big guys. They got to box out, you know, do the fundamentals. That's what it's all about, the fundamentals. They had double-digit rebounds from Spencer Swanson. They had almost double-digit from Wyatt Olson. Did the Gusties in that game. 23 points by Olsen. Nine rebounds. One rebound away from a double-double. Devin Weaker had 16 points and six rebounds for the Gusties. Meanwhile, Carlton was led by Luke Harris's 24. He had three rebounds and two assists. And Matt Benevitz had 13 points and three rebounds in that game in St. Peter. Sam Colling, the freshman, finished with eight rebounds. Had just two points. One of four shooting, over 27 minutes played. Now Carlton, for the game, shot 43%, and Gustavus shot 46%. The Gusties had six threes, four threes for Carlton. Free throw line was kind of the difference in this game. The Gusties were 20 of 26 from the so-called charity stripe, and the Carlton Knights were 8 of 15 from the free throw line in that game in St. Peter. Obviously, they're hoping for a different result here tonight at West Gym. Carlton's been very good here. They've only lost one game at home. They're five and one. Gustavus is four and five on the road. It's so hard to win on the road in this league. Gusties are 8-7 overall, and the Carlton Knights are 9-6 overall on the season. Gusties are back on the floor doing their Carlton ranks number one among baccalaureate colleges in the number of alumni who have gone on to earn academic doctorates since 2007. Approximately 57% of all alums go on to graduate school within five years of graduation, and 21% of alumni go directly to graduate school in the fall after their graduation. It's another reason why Carlton develops life long learners every part counts at amesbury truth and the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team as the leading provider of window and door products in north america amesbury truth has a part for you right now they're hiring and those positions come with competitive wages benefits and plenty of opportunities too so you never stop growing isn't it time you open the door to a career at amesbury truth get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers.
Now both teams are doing their final warm-ups here. We're just a couple of minutes away from the introduction of our starting lineups. The Carlton Knights and the Gustavus Adolphus Gusties. Gusties come into this game shooting 51% as a team, 39% from three-point range. They have 117 threes. Carlton has seven more. They're shooting 33% from Treyland. They're shooting 43% from the field. I know they'd like to tick that up closer to 50%. Free throws, 75% for Carlton and 72% for Gustavus. Carlton has scored 196 points at the free throw line, 38 points more than their opponents. Gustavus has scored 181, and that's 14 more than their opponents. Rebounds, Carlton comes into this game averaging 36 a game. Just under 36 is Gustavus. I honestly think that might be the determining factor in this one. It was the last time they played, and I don't expect anything different here. As Gustavus with Justin DeGrood at the helm in his second season as the head coach, just like Ryan Kershaw is. DeGrood is assisted by Chris Vanderhyde, Gary Holmseth, Rob Stevermer, and Tony Adamzak. <laughs> All of them, I think, used to be Gusties, I remember, right? And of course, Ryan Kershaw is assisted by Tyler Gray and Steve Knutson as they're lining up for the national anthem here. Carlton is. Uh, Gustavus is facing the wrong way for the flag as they're welcoming people back to... Well, they're going to cross the free floor line, across the floor is what they're going to do, the Gusties, with their black and gold warm-up pants, their black tops. Carlton has their hoodies, blue and maize, and they got white uniforms with blue trim. Carlton emblazoned across their chests. We'll have your opening tip-off of tonight's game. Well, actually, we'll have your starting lineups announced in just a wee little bit here. As the public address announcer going over some messages from Carlton and from the MIC conference. Wyatt Olson is a 6'6 senior out of St. Peter. He's a low listed at 230. The Carleton College academic environment is undeniably rigorous and challenging, but it's also uniquely supportive. Instead of competing, students embrace a spirit of collaboration. Unlike most colleges, Carleton has three 10-week terms per academic year, fall, winter, and spring, which allows students to focus more completely on their classes. Another way that Carleton develops leaders. Carleton College is committed to providing a true liberal arts education, a curriculum that challenges students to learn broadly and think deeply. Instead of training for one narrow career path, Carleton students develop the knowledge and skills to succeed in any walk of life. Carleton students learn critical thinking, problem solving, use creativity and effective communication tools transform a collection of facts and figures into a way of understanding the world. Federated Mutual Insurance Company is hiring in Owatonna and Mankato. Federated Insurance offers full training, competitive pay and benefits, plenty of room for growth, and an unmatched company culture. 
We are seeking talented professionals who are comfortable working with multiple computer systems and who have a strong attention to detail. No insurance experience is required. Join a company that values hard work and continues to thrive and grow. Learn more and apply now at federatedinsurance.com. Here are the starting lineups. are the starting lineups for tonight's game. It's Brady Keenitz, Evan Weaker, Wyatt Olson, Spencer Swanson, Adam Bewin for Gustavus, Spencer Getz, Alex Gibbons, Luke Harris, Sam Coling, Matt Benevitz for Carlton. Again, Carlton will be going right to left and left to right in your radio dial. Will be the Gusties here in the first half and they'll switch ends in the second. Carlton huddled about their coach. Gusties in their black with gold trim. And their Gusty logo on the back. It says Gustavus Adolphus on the front of their uniforms. It says Carlton on the front of Carlton's uniforms. You have the C on the side of the shorts. As Coling is going to jump up against Wyatt Olson. Sam is 6'5". Olsen is 6'6". The official steps in at the Carlton Knight logo. And we're ready. Tap controlled by the Gusties. <laughs> and moving left to right on your radio dial. As the Gusties trying to go to the baseline. Gibbons shuts that off. He's going to pass it out top. Now they get a back post re-entry. And that might have been a double dribble. And he's still going to get the basket. So Spencer Swanson was very patient. Got his hoop about two feet away from the basket. And it's 2-0 to Stavis. As Harris hands it off to Coling. To Banovitz. Boy, lots of pushing out front. I mean, I you can't call a foul on that. Foul was called on the Gusties. Uh, Adam Bewin, he's a senior, 6'5", from Golden Valley. Went to Robbinsdale Armstrong High School. Harris dribbles to his right. Right side to Getz. He'll dump it off to Banavets. Top of the key, Coling. They swing it on the left side. Going to the baseline is Banavets. He goes left and scores off glass. Good patience that time by Matt Banavets, and we're tied at two. A minute into the game. 
as the Gusties want to be super efficient here like they were the last time they played, especially on the glass. Swanson gets it out front, looking to dribble, penetrate. He loses the ball. Banavets gets the steal. That was Olsen who lost the ball. Pass to Coling, runs the floor and gets the layup. Sam Coling, the freshman, rewarded for hustling down the floor. It's 4-2 Carlton. 18.36 to go in the first half. Gustavus wants to punish Carlton inside. As he dribble penetrates, kisses it off window and scores, does Evan Weaker. He's a senior, 6'4", from St. Michael Albertville High School. As Harris, the junior from Piedmont, California, reigning offensive player of the week, goes inside the paint, kicks it in the corner, calling for three, bang! He swishes it. 7-4. Sam has become the third leading scorer on this team. That was his 10th triple of the year. As Gustavus looking to attack. Here's a three right side. It's a nearly air ball, just grazed iron. Coling gets the rebound over to Harris up the far sideline. Harris switches to his left hand, passes the right side. Banavets for three. In and out, no good. Rebound taken down by Wyatt Olson. They quickly get the ball up the floor going in. Banavets blocked it. And they're going to call a foul. A foul's called on Matt Banovets. Well, he was certainly shooting, so going to the free throw line is going to be Adam Bewin, the 6'5 senior from Golden Valley. Went to Robbinsdale Armstrong High School. His free throw is swish. Swanson's leading scorer on this team, followed by Olsen, weaker. Beeman's a 63% free throw. He missed the second one. 7-5, Carlton leads it. 7-24 to go in the first half. Gibbons scoops it to Coling. Might have traveled. Gets it back out front to Gibbons. Hands it off to Banovets. Banovitz takes a couple of dribbles inside the paint, kicks it to Coling in the corner. Coling goes in, attacks the basket, and scores with a little left-handed loop shot. 9-5. Boy, that freshman gets better every time we see him as Gustavus is in attack mode here, doing a globetrotter routine. Oh, my, they're going to call a foul on Carlton as Weaker fell down, the 6-4 senior from St. Michael. They call that one on Gibbons, his first. Carlton with two fouls, one for the Gusties. Pass goes on the block to Olsen. He's guarded by Banovets, gets it out front. They swing it right side, open three, no good. Rebound taken down by Harris. Harris hands it off to Gibbons up the near sideline across the NCAA logo. At the Carlton Knight logo at midcourt is Harris. Right-handed waist-high dribble, goes inside the paint, was going to scoop it off glass, but it gets knocked out of bounds by the Gusties. And Gustavus will make a substitute here as Dawson Kellen comes in. He's a junior, 6'7", from Pipestone, Minnesota. Also checking in is Carson Cook. He's a sophomore, 6'4", from Woodbury. Went to East Ridge High School. Carlton will inbound it. They're lined up like dominoes on the right side of the lane. Actually, Banavets is in the lane as Harris lobs it into Banavets. Free throw line, he has it. 
Couple of left-handed dribbles. We'll pass it right side. Coling for three. It's no good. Rebound is taken down by Carlton as Gustavus couldn't secure it. Harris gets it to Getz. Now Gibbons dribble penetrates, throws up a little right-handed hook shot, misses, and it goes off of Gustavus. Oh, my, they say it's off of Carlton out of bounds. 9-5, Carlton leads it, 16-15 to go here in the first half. He's looking to bring the ball up is Jonah Anderson. He is a sophomore from Verona, Wisconsin. Stands six feet tall, runs through the lane. Harris picks him up. They get it back top of the key. There's 17 seconds on the shot clock as he hands it off to the young man from Wisconsin. Almost turned it over. Gets it on the left side. You heard somebody yelling three. And we're going to have an offensive foul on the Gusty. The offensive foul is going to be called on Spencer Swanson, the junior from Waconia. 9-5, Carlton leads it. Already a couple of turnovers here for the Gusties. Carlton had a rash of turnovers in a few games there in a row. They settled down their last game. Gibbons dribbles to his left, passes it to Getz, back to Gibbons. Outside the three-point line, looks to dribble penetrate, back to Getz, dribbles the free-throw line, passes it over to Gibbons. 11 seconds on the shot clock, Gibbons drives the basket, throws it off window, misses, gets his miss. They got a new shot clock, he bounces it into Coling, off glass, he gets fouled. Nice hesitation move by Coling, and I think the foul's going to be on Swanson, but we'll see. Nope, it's going to be on Dawson Kellen, the 6'7 junior from Pipestone. So Sam Coling is at the free throw line from Ann Arbor, Michigan, 6'5 freshman, swish. Coling is a 74% free throw shooter. Just made his 18th point from the line. Got his 10th three of the season <laughs> earlier. We got a substitution here for Gustavus as Weaker comes back in for Bewin. 11-5, Carlton. Jogging the ball up is Jonah Anderson, the sophomore from Verona, Wisconsin. Top of the key, gets the ball back. Wants to do a post-entry. It's knocked away from behind by Colin. As they tried to get the ball on the block to Spencer Swanson. So, Jonah Anderson will inbound it at the end of the Carlton bench. Lobs it way out front to Swanson. Dribbles to his left, and we have an offensive foul. An illegal screen is going to be called on Carson Cook. Coach DeGroote is like, really? 11-5 is our score. I don't think he agreed with that call at all. That's obvious. Miles Fritch is in the game. Senior from Eden Prairie for Carlton. Bounces a baseline, and it's a turnover. Coming flying up the floor is Gustavus. Shots up off glass. He missed it. Rebound taken down by Gustavus. Put back up off window. And scoring is Evan Weaker. 11-7, Carlton. Gets. Dribbles it around the volleyball attack line. Top of the key to Colling. Harris runs one way, then goes toward the basket. They get it to Frisch at the free throw line. He'll bounce it on the baseline and kicking it out of bounds is Colling. We got consecutive turnovers by Carlton. 
Because Davis has three, and now Carlton has two. Back-to-back. Banovitz is going to check in for Coling here for Carlton. With a score 11-7, Knights lead. Jonah Anderson walking the ball up for the Gusties. He's at the top of the key, guarded by Getz. They bounce it on the block, and we're going to have a foul called on Banovets as he had stolen the ball, but they say he fouled him. Matt Banovets looks very bewildered. That's his second foul. Pass comes in on the block. Banovets has to be careful here. If I were the guy that he's guarding, I'd go right to the basket, but he didn't. They lob it in on the block, opposite side. The ball's knocked away by Getz. Gusties have 10 seconds on their shot clock to work with. 11-7, Carlton leads. Rebounds are 5-3 in favor of Carlton. And we got a turnover here by the Gusties. Pass comes into Chuck Sweat in the game for the Carlton Knights. Chuck coming off a career high. The 6'4 senior from Glencoe, Illinois. Luke Harris dribbles the sideline, hands it off to Fritch. He'll bounce it to Harris in the lane, goes up off glass and scores. Luke Harris gets on the board. It's 13-7 Carlton. As Gustavus. Oh, he thought about a three. Hits it on the right wing. Man, I thought he was going to pull the trigger there, weaker. Pass goes right through the legs of Jonah Anderson. So the Gusties have their fifth turnover, and Coach DeGrude takes a timeout. When you see balls go between legs, eh, you tend to take a timeout. 13-7, Carlton, 13-28 to go in the first half. Halftime Federated Insurance will bring you our halftime Carlton steps. College's faculty members are highly respected scholars, researchers, and practitioners in their field. But above all, their first priority is teaching. Every course at Carleton is taught by a professor, not a teaching assistant, and classes small enough to offer individual attention for students. A student-to-faculty ratio of 9 to 1 ensures Carleton students have plenty of opportunity for interaction with their professors. Well, we're back in action here at West Gym on the campus of Carleton College in Northfield, Minnesota. Carleton's off this weekend. Next weekend, they go up to Duluth. That's right, up to Duluth next weekend. Well, they got a rare Saturday off here in January. They'll be at St. John's next Wednesday before they go to St. Scholastica on Saturday. Both long trips. Fritch. It's a couple hours to St. John's, and it's uh, just over three hours to St. Scholastica. Banovets goes in, and they're going to call another offensive foul. It's going to be on Banovets, and that's his third. So Matt Banovets gets hit with his third foul with 13-10 to go in the first half, and that could be huge for Carlton. It's 13-7, Carlton. Fouls are even at four apiece, but Banovets has three of the four for Carlton, and he is important, their leading rebounder, second leading scorer, just a really steady player. As Gustavus wants to go high-low here, dribbles left side and blocked by Getz. 
He got it back, scoops it underneath. The layup is no good. Rebound taken. Oh, my. They call the foul on Miles Fritch. 12.49 to go in the first half. Can't contest (laughs) shots in this game. At the free throw line is Brady Keenitz. He's a junior 6'2 from Raymond. Went to McCray and missed the free throw. Stavis is a team at the free throw line as he makes the second one he is 72% Carlton is at 75% 13-8 Carlton leads he's not trailed in this game Harris has it dribbles to his left he's going to shoot the three it's no good rebound taken down by Gustavus as Ashton Dingman, a sophomore 6'4 from Belgrade, went to BBE. Got the rebound, and we got a travel called on the Gustys. Turnover number six on Gustavus. Gibbons checks back in, and Fritsch is going to have a seat on a cushioned chair as Alex Gibbons come back for Carlton. Alex, a senior 6'4 from Connecticut. As Spencer Getz brings the ball up across midcourt. Hands it off to Luke Harris. Dribbles right side, goes left side, off glass, and scores. The angles he puts the ball off are incredible. Here's a triple. It's no good. Rebound Harris. Carlton's up by seven, trying to get to ten. If they get a three, Harris to Coling. Looks to get an attack mode, goes up off glass and scores. The freshman from Ann Arbor, Michigan, makes it 17-8 Carlton with 11.45 to go in the half. And the most important thing is they're playing some pretty good defense here. As Gustavus, who kind of bully balled them in the first time, has not been able to do that in this game. Ball goes in the corner. They might have traveled. Shots up, it's no good. Rebounds back tapped by... Gustavus, it ends up in the hands of Augusti. They swing at top of the key. Three, no good. Rebound taken down by Getz. The three was taken by the Gusty's Dingman. Going to the basket, Harris scores, and I think Coach DeGrude needs a timeout. 19-8, 11.05 to go, first half. Carlton is having their way here. There's a pass, top of the key. They swing it on the right side. And really nothing inside for, not much inside for the Gusties. Faking left, going right side of the lane. Little jump stop. Loses the ball. It was stripped. Chuck Sweat gets it, and he calls a timeout as he dives on the floor with 10 minutes and 43 seconds to go till halftime. Carlton, 19. Gustavus, 8. Here in Northfield, Minnesota. Number one among baccalaureate colleges and the number of alumni who have gone on to earn academic doctorates since 2007. Approximately 57% of all alums go on to graduate school within five years of graduation, and 21% of alumni go directly to graduate school in the fall after their graduation. It's another reason why Carleton develops life long learners Carlton leading 19-8 with 10.43 to go in the first half rebounds 6 for the Gusties and 7 for Carlton 
Assist three for Carlton and none for the Gusties. Gusties have seven turnovers and Carlton has three. Kind of the difference here in the first half. Points off turnovers. Are eight to three in favor of the Knights. Cummings is gonna shoot a three and it's an air ball. Just left of the iron. Coming off his career high against Bethel on Monday night. So the Gusties will bring the ball up the floor. We got a new player in here that I got to get for you. And it's, it's Miles Barnett, freshman, 6'2", from Maple Grove, went to Wyzetta. He's got the ball, dribbles right baseline, bounce it in the corner for three. It's no good. Rebound. Battle for it. They're going to say Sweat was over the back, I guess. So Chuck Sweat's called for over the back. Checking out for the Gusties is going to be Ashton Dingman. It's 19-8, Carlton. And they're in a little bit of foul trouble here. They've got six fouls. The pass comes into the freshman. He has the ball almost stolen by Fritch. Gets it back out front. Driving right baseline. Nice shot off there by Cummings. They swing it to the left side. Left baseline going under the basket. It's blocked. And it's going to belong to Gustavus. Six seconds on the shot clock. 9.52 to go on the game clock. Of course, now we get a fresh 20. With a score 19-8, Carlton. Gustavus has not had a ton of open shots, so Carlton deeing it very well. Pass comes free throw line. They go into the lane. The freshman pass it on the right wing to get it back out top. Swinging on the left side. He's going to settle for the three. Bang! Three-pointer is made by Brady Keenitz. And Carlton hopes that doesn't get him going. 19-11. Carlton leads it. Freshman on freshman. And he is really bodying him up. Coleman's going to throw up a shot from 10 and score. It's 21-11. And that young man's getting better every time we see him. The basketball's Barnett. Gets it in the corner. Dribbles to the paint. Here's another three. It's an air ball. It'll belong to Carlton. The air ball was shot by Bewin. So sitting down for Gustavus is weaker. And back in the game is Spencer Swanson, the 6'5 junior from Waconia. Sweat's going to sit down. Gets his back in, along with Fritch, Gibbons, Coling, and Cummings on the floor for Carlton. Cummings bounces at top of the key to Getz. Getz dribbles to his right, going to beat his defender, score, and he's fouled. Spencer Getz taking it right to the rack and scoring over Adam or excuse me, Dawson Kellen, who gets called for the foul. So Spencer Getz will head to the charity stripe. It's 23-11. Remember we said getting the free throw line is huge for both these teams. Davis has shot four, and this will be the third free throw, and making it is Getz. Three for three. 24-11, Carlton. Push DeGroote hollering out a play. 
As Gustavus swings it right side to get it back top of the key. Carlton. Man to man, good help defense here. Shots up off glass and scoring. Taking it right to the rack is Adam Bewin. And it's 24-13. With the basketball is Cummings. He's looking for an open player, hands it off to Fritch. Fritch dribbles to his right, goes down the right side of the lane, is shut off there, gets it to Gibbons. Gibbons at the free throw line, bounces it across the lane to Getz. Getz, with 10 seconds of the shot clock, gets the reverse layup, and it's 26-13. Getz almost got a steal on the inbounds pass. They throw it on the right wing, does Gustavus. Down by 13 with 7.57 to go in the first half. Here's a shot from 10. It's no good. Rebound taken down by Getz. Shot was taken by Barnett. Right side Fritch from Eden Prairie. Looks, looks, gets it out front to Coling. Swings it over to Getz. Getz on the left side to Gibbons. Gibbons behind the three-point line. Now to Fritch. He's between the two circles. Dribbles to his left. He'll pass it all the way across the floor. It was almost a dangerous pass. They got it back. Gibbons shoots, misses. Rebound Cummings. Back to Gibbons. Over to Coling for three. It's no good. Rebound. They're jumping, jumping, jumping. And coming out of there with it is Gustavus. (laughs) As Bewin came out of there with it. 7-12 to go. Pass way over the head of the intended recipient. He did track it down, though, for Gustavus. Moving left to right on your radio dial. They get it on the block. Pass out front. Now they swing it left side for three. It's no good. Rebound put back up and in by Keenitz. Somebody didn't box out there. 26-15, Carlton. 6.45 to go. You don't like giving those easy ones. Cummings being bumped here as he gets it to Getz. Getz dribbles left side of the lane. Bounces on the block to Gibbons. Gibbons wants to get toward that basket. He fades away, comes up short. Pass is thrown ahead to Barnett. Barnett at the top of the key is going to scoop it behind him now. As Gustavus has come to within, well, they can get to single digits here. Here's a three, bang. Swanson hits a triple, and Coach Kershaw is going to take a very smart timeout. Carlton, 26. Gustavus, 18. You don't want him to get on a roll here before the half. There's plenty of time. 6.13 to go in the, the first Carleton half. Carlton College academic environment is undeniably rigorous and challenging, but it's also uniquely supportive. Instead of competing, students embrace a spirit of collaboration. Unlike most colleges, Carleton has three 10-week terms per academic year, fall, winter, and spring, which allows students to focus more completely on their classes. Another way that Carleton develops leaders. Since the turn of the century, Federated Mutual Insurance Company and many of our employees have called Owatonna home. We work hand-in-hand with our neighbors through giving, volunteering, and focusing on community initiatives. We invest in this community because we love to see opportunities and advancements, such as the new high school and the downtown developments. We enjoy seeing the citizens of our great community continue to grow and thrive. And above all, we are proud to be part of Owatonna's rich history and all that Owatonna has to offer. Well, tomorrow night here on KDHL, I'll have high school boys hockey. The Faribault Falcons are in Winona. Falcons got smoked last night in La Crescent 10-2, and they want to get that taste out of their mouth. 
Meanwhile, both the Northfield High School hockey teams are state-ranked here in Minnesota, which, of course, is known as the state of hockey. Although I got to say, our basketball is pretty darn good, too. Sweat hands it off to Harris, being checked by Jonah Anderson. Harris will bring it up across midcourt. He'll hand it off to Cummings, out front to Getz, on the floor with Sweat and Coling. Harris drives left side, puts it up, scores, and he's fouled. Anderson's like, how did he do that? Well, I think that quite often. Cool hand, Luke. He just contorts his body in incredible ways. He's the pretzel man. So Luke has a chance for a three-point play to get it back up to 11. The key to Luke is he can finish with both hands lefty by nature hits the free throw and it's 29 18 he likes to go left but he can go right so when you're defending him you really can't jump on that left hand because he'll beat you right hand off for gustavus and a layup is scored by anderson jonah anderson gets his first points as Cummings brings the ball up, it's back to a nine-point game. Cummings bounces it to Getz. Getz in the corner. Sweat's going to shoot a three. Bang! It chucks Sweat. Continuing where he left off on Monday. Hits the triple. And it's 32-20 Carlton. Hand off to Anderson. Dribbles inside the paint. He shoots the shot in the middle of the lane over Harris and scores. He looks like he's feeling confident. Harris. Goes up the far sideline. A little running screen that time by Cummings. As Harris looks to dribble penetrate. Gets a screen. Gets the ball to Sweat. Out front to Getz. 16 seconds on the shot clock. Getz hands it off to Harris. Harris with 13 goes into the basket. High off window misses. Rebound taken down by the Gusties. It's a 10-point Carlton lead with 4.45 to go in the half. And... Uh, well, it was almost a double dribble. He lost control of it. Here's a three. It's no good. Rebound over the back was the Gusty. Coach Kershaw, I think, leaped out of his shoes on that one. As Cummings comes up before him, and they called Banavets for that earlier, and Sweat as well. As Cummings bounces it to Banavets, fakes the handoff to Cummings. And again, they're leaning on him as he dribbles to his right. He's going to curl into the paint and score left-handed. He's so crafty. It's 34-22. As Gustavus kind of over-dribbling here. Pass comes on the left wing. Now they get it in the corner. On the block. On the block with 16 seconds on the shot clock. They come over to double the block. Pass goes in the corner. He bounces it on the block other side. Shots up off window. And scoring for Gustavus was Swanson. He's got seven. Three minutes and 40 seconds to go in this half. Carlton leads by 10. Down the lane. Banavet scores on the layup, and he's fouled by Gus Davis. Gusty called for the foul is Adam Bewin. Sweat's going to sit down. Coling's going to check back in. Cummings is going to sit down. Gibbons comes back for Carlton. Sitting down for Gustavus is Bewin. Picked up his second foul there. Banavets at the free throw line. Has six points. Missed it. 
He's one of the better free throw shooters in the league. Missed that one. As Gustavus has it across Carlton Logo, directing traffic out front is the gusty. Jonah Anderson comes out to get the ball. Swings it right side. 16 seconds on the shot clock. They want to pound it inside if they can. A couple of left-handed dribbles. Scoop top of the key. Back free throw line extended right. He's going to elevate, shoot, and score. Good job that time by Wade Olson. That's his first basket in this game. 36-26. Carlton, 2.57 to go. Coling has it out front. Dribbles to his right. Hands it off to Banovets. Banovets is fouled. There's no question that he was held up there. Foul's going to be called on the Gusties. Carson Cook, he's a sophomore, 6'4", from Woodbury. Went to Eastridge High School. Checking back in for the Gusties is Evan Weaker, the senior, 6'4", from St. Michael Albertville. And sitting down is going to be Cook. So Banovets at the free throw line with his team up by 10 with 2.49 to go in the half. Missed it again. Boy, that's pretty rare. So Carlton. Hopefully that doesn't make a difference. Has missed two free throws in this first half. Pass goes on the left wing. They get it in the left corner. Driving baseline. Shots up off window. No good. And we're going to have a foul called. I think on Luke Harris. That's the first one on Luke going to the free throw line. It's going to be Jonah Anderson, the six-foot sophomore from Verona, Wisconsin. Where's number three on his uniform? The gold tennies, and he missed the free throw. Looks to be a, a good matchup in terms of quickness with Harris. And he missed them both. Rebound snatched down by Getz. 2.28 to go. Carlton up by 10. Gets dribbles to his right. Goes right, reverse, scores. 38-26, Carlton. Gustavus, Anderson. Wants to go to the basket on Harris. Gets him deep and finishes with a five-footer to make it 38-28. They're denying Banovets the ball here and almost a turn. Oh my, they say it is a turnover. Well, I thought sure Augusty touched that, but I guess not. Minute 49 to go, it's 38-28. So the Gusties will have the ball, a chance to get it to single digits here with a minute 49 to go in the half. Anderson, who's been a spark plug for this team, dribbles to his left. Pass it in the left corner. Back to Anderson. Swings it on the right side. Looking to dribble penetrate. They get it back to Anderson. He scoops it in the left corner over his head. In the lane. Dump off back. And the shot's up no good. And we have a blocking foul. Called on Spencer Getz. That's his first. So going to the free throw line for the Gusties is going to be Wyatt Olson, the 6'6 senior from St. Peter. their second leading scorer and he makes the free throw averages about 13 and a half a game he averages seven rebounds he's a 76 percent free throw shooter 
And he hit him, missed the second one. 38-29. Minute 24 to go in the half. Gets. This is more like it defensively for Carlton. Harris has it out front. They got to continue it, though. Dribbles to his right, backs up with the ball. A couple between the legs dribbles. Looks to attack in the lane. Spins to his right, then to his left. Scoops it up, and they're going to call him for traveling. So with a minute eight to go, Harris is called for a travel. Chuck Sweat's going to come in for Banavets. He's got those three fouls. They don't want him to get another one. So they can eat into the nine-point lead here with 68 seconds to go in the half. As the Gusties will inbound it. Again, playing a lot of minutes here is Jonah Anderson, the sophomore from Verona, Wisconsin. And he has been a bit of a spark plug here. Pass goes on the right side. Barnett dribbles to his right. Back to his left. Passes it out to Anderson. They swing it left side. Now back in the left corner. Between the legs dribble. Looking to attack baseline. Gets knocks it away. Gets got the steal. Trying to get it to a teammate. We're going to have Carlton's ball. Just hustle that time by Spencer Getz. The hustle man. There's going to be a foul call on Gustavus's even or Evan Weaker. Weaker called for the foul and Getz will head to the free throw line with 46 seconds to go in the half. Spencer's free throw is no good. Rebound taken down by Anderson. Boy, Carlton missed a few of those free throws. They're now four for seven. Pass goes in the corner. As Gustavus, with 34 seconds left in the half, wants to eat more into that nine-point lead. Left side of the lane. He's double-teamed, trying to get the ball in the lane. It's stolen away by Gibbons. 22 seconds. There's no shot clock, so they'll go for the last shot here, I would think. They tell them to get the ball to Luke Harris. Harris has nine points here in the first half. Handoff goes to Gibbons. Coling is 13 to lead Carlton. Here's a scoop. Miss. Coling with a tip in. Left hand tip in. Here's a half court shot. It almost went in. Taken by Barnett, the freshman from Maple Grove. First half in the books. Carlton playing some really good defense. Has a 40 to 29 lead here at halftime over the Gustavus Adolphus Gusties from St. Peter. Very good half of hoops for the Carlton Knights. Rebounds 15 for Gustavus and 14 for Carlton. But remember, they got smoked on the glass last time they played. They can stay close. That would be nice. Nine fouls have been called on Gustavus. Eight on Carlton. Turnovers, five for Carlton and nine for Gustavus. We'll get the uh, paper stats, I'm sure, here at halftime. Gustavus is 3 for 8 from the free throw line. And Carlton is 4 for 7 from the charity stripe. Three pointers, 2 for 7 is Carlton. And 2 for 10 is Gustavus here at halftime. We'll look at individual stats and some other team stats during our Federated Insurance Owatonna halftime report coming Carleton your way Carlton College is committed to providing a true liberal arts education, a curriculum that challenges students to learn broadly and think deeply. Instead of training for one narrow career path, Carleton students develop the knowledge and skills to succeed in any walk of life. 
Carleton students learn critical thinking, problem solving, use creativity and effective communication tools to transform a collection of facts and figures into a way of understanding the world. Carleton College's faculty members are highly respected scholars, researchers, and practitioners in their field. But above all, their first priority is teaching. Every course at Carleton is taught by a professor, not a teaching assistant, and classes small enough to offer individual attention for students. A student-to-faculty ratio of 9 to 1 ensures Carleton students have plenty of opportunity for interaction with their professors. Here at halftime, the score is 40 to 29 in favor of Carlton. They've really done an outstanding job, particularly on defense. Augusti's 29 first half points. Augusti's are coming off a 70 point performance against St. John's on Monday. Carlton's biggest lead was 13 with 8.50 to go in the half. And again, they lead by 11 here at the half. Best scoring one, six points for Carlton and five for Gustavus. Gustavus and Carlton hustle points. Big time Carlton favor in the paint, 28-18. Second chance points, Gustavus 8-4. Fast break points, it says here 1-0 Gustavus. Bench points, 6-3 Gustavus. Turnovers, points off turnovers, 10 for Carlton and 4 for Gustavus. That's a huge a statistic here at halftime. Huge. I can't emphasize that enough. Total turnovers for Carlton, five, and for Gustavus, nine in the first half. Shooting percentages, 48% for Gustavus. They're two for ten from three-point range. They're three for eight from the free throw line. Carlton is shooting 61% for the field. <laughs> They're shooting 29% from three-point range. And they're, well, they're at 57% from the free-throw line. That's got to improve. But they've got the lead here at halftime. The score is 40 to 29. 40 to 29. There is some foul trouble. Carlton does have Matt Banovitz with three fouls. Sam Colding has two. Spencer Getz has two. And only one guy with two for Gustavus. That is Wyatt Olson. So we'll see if that is a factor in this game. We'll take a look at individual statistics right after these words. Every part counts at Amesbury Truth. And the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too. So you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers. Carleton ranks number one among baccalaureate colleges in the number of alumni who have gone on to earn academic doctorates since 2007. Approximately 57% of all alums go on to graduate school within five years of graduation, and 21% of alumni go directly to graduate school in the fall after their graduation. It's another reason why Carleton develops lifelong learners.
The Carleton College academic environment is undeniably rigorous and challenging, but it's also uniquely supportive. Instead of competing, students embrace a spirit of collaboration. Unlike most colleges, Carleton has three 10-week terms per academic year, fall, winter, and spring, which allows students to focus more completely on their classes. Another way that Carleton develops leaders. It's halftime. The Carlton Knights on top of the Gustavus Adolphus Gusties, 40-29. to Cody Kotzfeld here at the KDHL Sports Microphone. KDHL AM, 920 AM dial. 97.9 FM, and you can get that in the Northfield area. And <laughs> a cute little gal running after a basketball here on the court. And the best way to listen, seriously, folks, is to download the absolutely free KDHL app on all of your mobile devices, and you'll be able to catch it. If you wanted to listen to a call at the end of a game, like when Chuck Sweat got his tip in at the buzzer against St. Mary's, all of our games are recorded and should be in the GameCast folder on the KDHLradio.com website. KDHLradio.com, you go under Radio On Demand, and there's a GameCast folder, and all of our games are supposed to be recorded and in there. So if it's not, let me know, and we'll certainly talk to the powers that be. I know I was told by one of Chuck's relatives that, you know, they listened to the TV broadcast from St. Mary's, and obviously they didn't get too excited when Sweat got his tip in at the buzzer. <laughs> and the grandfather of Chuck Sweat, I guess, was listening and said it was... Uh, a good call at the end, a lot of excitement, and as it should be. When Chuck got that put back and won it for the Carlton Knights last Saturday in Winona. The score here at halftime is 40-29, to 29, particularly defensively Carlton looking very good. Holding this Gustavus team to 20% shooting from three-point range. On the season coming into this game, the uh, Gusties... were a 39% three-point shooting team, and they're held to 20% here at the half. They came into this game 72% from the free throw line. There's nothing Carlton does to to <laughs> disrupt that, but there were three for eight in the first half. Carlton, meanwhile, was four of seven from the free throw line, which obviously is not a great percentage. They were two of seven from three-point range, but they kind of punished Gustavus in the paint like Gustavus punished Carlton down in St. Peter when they played, uh, see, I think it was in November, if I remember right, or early December. I don't remember which. Other games tonight around the MIC. Hamlin is at Bethel. St. Scholastica is at Augsburg. St. John's is at St. Mary's. McAllister is at St. Olaf. On Saturday, St. Olaf travels to St. Mary's. St. John's is at Hamlin. McAllister entertains St. Scholastica. Carlton has Saturday off. Bethel is at Concordia. And Augsburg travels to Gustavus Adolphus. Next Wednesday, Carlton will be at St. John's. Of course, we'll be there too. Augsburg is at Bethel. St. Mary's at Hamlin. St. Olaf is at Gustavus. All 7 o'clock tip-offs. McAllister at Concordia is a 7-15 men's tip-off. 
so earlier this week, Luke Harris got his second MIC Offensive Player of the Week award this season. The only MIC player this year to win the conference's Offensive and Defensive Weekly Awards. He was the only player with two 20-plus point games last week. Averaged 25 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals. Joined the 1,000-point club with his 23-point performance at McAllister on January 10th. The Carlton point guard is all over the MIC and national charts. His 21.6 points per game is the best in the MIAC, 17th in NCAA Division III. If he were to maintain his lead, he would be the first knight to lead the MIC in scoring since Zach Johnson back in 2008-9. Boy, could that guy score. I mean, he was an absolute scoring machine. Harris has 10 games of 20-plus points this season, leads the Mayak in both scoring and steals, ranks fourth in assists, 12th in rebounding. He has the most free throw makes in the MIC, fifth most in Division Three. Coming into this game, he had 105 free throws made, and he did add one here. He's got 106. 106 now is... Both teams are back on the floor, ready for the second half. All good teams, and make no bones about it, Gustavus is a very good team. Make runs. It's whether or not you can respond to them with a run of your own. We'll see what happens when the second half comes our way here from Northfield. With a score, Carlton 40, Gustavus Adolphus 29. This is your Federated Insurance, Owatonna. Half-time Federated report. Mutual Insurance Company is hiring in Owatonna and Mankato. Federated Insurance offers full training, competitive pay and benefits, plenty of room for growth, and an unmatched company culture. We are seeking talented professionals who are comfortable working with multiple computer systems and who have a strong attention to detail. No insurance experience is required. Join a company that values hard work and continues to thrive and grow. Learn more and apply now at federatedinsurance.com. Carleton College is committed to providing a true liberal arts education, a curriculum that challenges students to learn broadly and think deeply. Instead of training for one narrow career path, Carleton students develop the knowledge and skills to succeed in any walk of life. Carleton students learn critical thinking, problem solving, use creativity and effective communication tools to transform a collection of facts and figures into a way of understanding the world. Now we're just about set to get the second half underway. Gustavus warming up on the hoop to my left. That's the direction they'll be going in the second half. Carlton, we're going away from me and left to right on your radio dial in the second half. In Banavets is in some foul trouble with three. And a couple of Carlton Knights have two each. Spencer Getz and Sam Coling. Wyatt Olson has two fouls. He's the only one with more than one for the Gusties. Last time these two teams played, the Gusties had a 20-plus margin on the glass. Now this time, they don't have that in the first half anyway. They had a one-rebound margin in the first half. Carlton had four offensive rebounds. Gustavus had five. Fifteen total rebounds for the Gusties and 14 for the Knights. When we return, we'll have your second half. From Carlton Western. College's faculty members are highly respected scholars, researchers, and practitioners in their field. 
But above all, their first priority is teaching. Every course at Carleton is taught by a professor, not a teaching assistant, and classes small enough to offer individual attention for students. A student-to-faculty ratio of 9 to 1 ensures Carleton students have plenty of opportunity for interaction with their professors. Every part counts at Amesbury Truth. And the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too. So you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers. Now both teams are concluding their warm-ups. To get ready for the second half. Carlton going to huddle about Coach Kershaw. Coach DeGroote and his assistants huddling the Gusties. In Carlton, left to right. Gustavus right to left in your radio dial here in the second half. Remember Carlton games, there's no charge, no admission. Can catch really good. NYC Conference basketball right here. All you got to pay for is the gas to get here. Unless you decide to walk, it is very cold. I pulled up, it was 10 degrees, which was warm for what we've been in lately, but it's still cold. 40 to 29 is our score. Carlton leads. They were led in the first half by Sam Coling, the freshman at 15, the only guy in double figures. Luke Harris had nine, seven for Spencer Getz, three for Chuck Sweat, and uh, six for Matt Banavets. Gustavus had seven by Spencer Swanson, six for Brady Keenitz, and six for Jonah Anderson. As Harris will inbound it, Carlton with the ball to start, passes it into Gibbons. Gibbons will bring it across the Carlton Knight logo. Out front to Harris. Harris, free throw line extended left to Gibbons as the ball swatted out of his hands. Gets it to Getz. Getz loops in the lane, steps one way then the other and scores. Shot the ball right over Olsen. And it's 42-29 as Spencer gets his ninth point in this game. Turning to face the basket for Gustavus was Wyatt Olson. Here's a right wing pass in the corner. Going right to the basket and scoring. And I mean kissing it off window is weaker. 42-31. Well, you know the Gusties wanted to get back to that. That's how they won that game in St. Peter. Banovets has it out front, hands the ball off to Harris. One right-handed dribble, three, in and out, no good. Rebound taken down by Gustavus as Olsen gets it. They get it on the right side. And now top of the key, he faked the three, goes in the lane. The ball's stolen away by Gibbons. He's looking to attack the basket, was weaker again. They get it to Gibbons, Carlton does. Gibbons is at the free throw line, lobs it out to Getz. 20 seconds to go on the shot clock. Harris has it. He'll pass it out front to Gibbons. Fakes right, goes left. They look to double him. They steal the ball. Pass comes ahead to Weaker. He goes in. Off glass, misses it. 
altering his shot was calling. Coach DeGrood wanted a foul called. There's a pass. I thought he played it pretty well. Here's a three, and it's bottom of the net by Gibbon. 45-31, Carlton with 18.09 to go in regulation. As Gustavus walks the ball up, get it top of the key. Not going to be easy for him tonight. Pass goes on the right side for three. It's no good. Short rebound, Banovets. Three-pointer was taken by Keenitz. Luke Harris dribbles on the left side. Now switches to the right hand, top of the key. He switches to the left, gets it to Spencer Getz. Getz down the lane, through the lane, goes back the other way and kisses off window and misses. Rebound taken on by the Gusties. They're in full attack mode. Layup's no good. Rebound's tapped out. Gusties end up with the ball. Down 45-31 with 17.26 to go. A re-entry on the post. And then he's double-teamed nicely on the baseline. Here's an open triple for Weaker. It's no good. Rebound chased down the long board by Gustavus. They'll get another crack at it. They'll swing it right side. Weaker thought about a three and says, eh, haven't exactly been blistering the nets. And now <laughs> Gustavus turns the ball over. Tried a post-entry pass that was not catchable. Or at least it wasn't caught. <laughs> it's 45-31 Carlton with 17 minutes to go in regulation. Gets hands it off, Harris dribbles left, he switches to the right, back to the left, he wants to scoop it up, it's blocked, and the throws it off the leg of Harris. So another turnover there by Carlton. They have limited those. They have six, and there are nine by Gustavus. Out front with the basketball is Olsen. Gets it to Weaker. He'll look to pass it. We're going to have a foul on Spencer Getz. So that's Getz's second foul. First team foul on Carlton, none called so far on Gus Davis. Fade away in the lane is scored by Spencer Swanson. Played 18-22 in the first half and had seven points and three rebounds. It's 45-33, Carlton. 16-13 to go. Harris dribbles to his right, gets it to Coling on the block. Coling just turns around, misses it. Shot. Well, he wishes he would have had that shot back. Coming back up is Gustavus. I mean, he was wide open. He just didn't take his time. Pass goes on the left side. The Gusties look to dribble penetrate. They get it back out front. Remember, Banovets has three fouls. So I don't know why Gustavus isn't attacking him. They're opposite side of him right now. Here's a three. <laughs> Good by Adam Bewin, and it's a nine-point lead. Well, I told you all good teams make a run, and right now they're making a run. As Getz goes all the way through, he gets pushed out of bounds. Not much question about it by Wade Olson. Olson's going to sit down. Coming back in is Kellen. Dawson Kellen. 15-27 to go in regulation. It's 45-36, Carlton. Pass goes in the corner to Gibbons. 
He dribbles to his right, hands it off to Banavets, and we're going to have a moving screen called on Gibbons. I don't think Coach Kershaw necessarily agreed with it, but he's going to take a timeout because he feels this one slipping away a little bit. Another good timeout by Coach Kershaw. 15-23 to go in regulation. It is 45-36 Carlton. The freshman calling leading the way. 15 points. Luke Harris has nine. Also Spencer Getz with nine. And Matt Banovitz has six. And for the Gusties, they have a bunch of guys with six. On the floor right now. I don't see anybody doing a jig here, but they certainly got the music for it. is our score, 15-23 to go in regulation. Brody Kotzfeld here on KDHLAM, Faribault, Minnesota. The Town Square Media Station, 920 AM, 97.9 FM. And on the free KDHL app, it's really the best way to listen to all your mobile devices. Put it there. You can tap the app and listen anywhere in the universe. Sounds like you're sitting right next to me. So the Gusties will have the ball, will inbound the ball. On the floor for Carlton are their starters. Gibbons, Getz, Banavets, Colling, and Harris. And the Gusties trying to eat into this nine-point Carlton lead. They led by double digits of the half. Lob pass goes on the block. Colling couldn't get to it. He's right underneath and gets himself an easy bunny on the set play out of the timeout. That was Spencer Swanson, just a little kiss-off window. It's 45-38. It's as close as Gustavus has been for a while. Gibbons gets right side to Getz. Getz turns left at the free-throw line. He'll bounce it to Harris. It was almost turned over. And now Gustavus ends up with a ball. And we have a foul called on Luke Harris. So Luke Harris gets called for his second foul. As that was a good hustle play there by Spencer Swanson for Gustavus. It's 45-38. Carlton now with eight turnovers. 11 for Gustavus. Colling. Guarding out beyond the three-point line, Spencer Swanson. He'll swing it on the right side. He get it in the corner. Swanson back top of the key. He's going to shoot a three, and it's no good. Rebound taken down by Banovets. Banovets gets it to Luke Harris. See if he can get in attack mode here. As he dribbles to his right, and he gets in attack mode. Goes in, layup good. There was contact, no foul call. And it's 47-38. Looking to dribble, penetrate. Right side is Gustavus. They get it on the block. The ball stolen away by Gibbons. Gibbons comes flying up the floor, left to right in your radio dial. Looking to find somebody open. He'll pass it to Getz. Getz, 15-footer, is no good. Rebound taken down by Gustavus. That was not a good trip for Carlton. As bringing the ball up is Keenitz. Back out front, they go with it. Swing it on the left side. Back top of the key. 
Here's a three right side. They're going to call another foul on Luke Harris. He made the three and has a chance for a four-point play with a score 47-41. So Carlton is running into a little bit of foul trouble here. Colling's going to sit down. Chuck Sweat's back in the game for Carlton. Luke Harris has three fouls. So does Banovets. Keenitz at the free throw line. Swish. Ten points for Keenitz. It's a five-point Carlton lead. 47-42. Harris. There's a lot of body contact here. Gets it to Getz. Getz hands it off to Banovets. And again, he's being kind of held off. Banovitz gets in the lanes, shoots, it'll be fouled. Uh, he has not been great at the free throw line tonight. Let's see if the other end of the floor makes a difference. Foul's called on weaker. So Matt Banovitz will head to the free throw line where he is 0 for 2 tonight. That's not normal. Made that one. Miles Fritch is going to come in for Alex Gibbons. He makes this, it'll be back to a seven-point lead. And Carlton's got to D it up again as Banovitz swishes the second one. As Davis will bring it up with no pressure. He'll walk the ball up. Mounts the top of the key to Swanson. Well, that's Olsen, excuse me. Now looking to dribble penetrate. Ball is knocked away. Almost ended up traveling it, and it's going to be a turnover. And should have seen the coach's reaction from Gustavus as Getz brings the ball up the floor. He'll pass it on the left wing to Sweat for three. It's no good. Rebound. Getz wants to tip it to his teammate Fritsch. Fritsch in the middle of the lane gets it back to Sweat for three. It's no good. Rebound taken down by nobody. It's going to go off of Gustavus and belong to Carlton. Jonah Anderson's going to check back in for the Gusties. Also coming in for the Gusties is Ashton Dingman. Seven-point Carlton lead with 12.26 to go in regulation. Harris lobs it into Sweat. Sweat dribbles to his right, hands it off to Fritsch. He'll get it underneath. Layup good by Banavets. Great pass. Fantastic screen to set him free on the baseline. It's 51-42 Carlton. And a steal by Fritsch. Used up his dribble. He'll pass it across court to Getz. Getz will bring the ball up with a left-handed waist-high dribble. Backs up with it. Back up to nine is Carlton. Banovitz looks to operate. He spins to his left, scoops it up, misses. Rebound taken down. We're going to have a foul called on the Gusties. Foul's going to be called on Wyatt Olson. Coach DeGrood shaking his head. It's a second on Olsen. So Harris will inbound it underneath the Carlton basket. Lobs it into Banovitz. Banovitz wants to get in the lane. Scoops it up and missed it. Gets his miss. And we're going to have a foul called on Gustavus. What hustle. What hustle by Banovitz. Foul is called on Jonah Anderson. 
So Gustavus is going to bring back in the game Evan Weaker and Adam Bewin. Carlton up 51-42 with 11.45 to go. They'll inbound the ball underneath their own basket. It's Chuck Sweat for three. It's no good. Rebound taken down by Gustavus. They throw it up the floor. Going in attack mode. Missing, but a foul is going to be called. Is Jonah Anderson. Going to be on Miles Fritch, the senior from Eden Prairie. He was shooting. So Evan Weaker will go to the free throw. He did not shoot a free throw in the first half. He had four points, two rebounds, 12 minutes and 31 seconds. And he swishes the first one. Sam Coling comes in for Chuck Sweat. He was perfect four for four from three-point range on Monday. Not had such luck here in this game. He was one for one in the first half. <laughs> He's now one for four from three-point range. Free throw is good by Weaker. And it's back to a seven-point lead for Carlton. They've not lost in this game. I mean, I should say they've not been behind much in this game. Pass comes out front to Coling. He swings it over to Getz. Harris looks to get in attack mode, goes up, misses, putting it back up, and in is Getz, and he'll be fouled. Spencer Getz with a hustle play for the rebound. That was awesome. He came crashing glass. That was the definition of crashing glass right there. And Coach DeGrude's going to take a timeout. 11 minutes, 18 seconds to go in regulation. Carlton 53, Gustavus 44. Back in one Carleton minute. Carlton ranks number one among baccalaureate colleges in the number of alumni who have gone on to earn academic doctorates since 2007. Approximately 57% of all alums go on to graduate school within five years of graduation and 21% of alumni go directly to graduate school in the fall after their graduation. It's another reason why Carlton develops life long learners. Carleton College is committed to providing a true liberal arts education, a curriculum that challenges students to learn broadly and think deeply. Instead of training for one narrow career path, Carleton students develop the knowledge and skills to succeed in any walk of life. Carleton students learn critical thinking, problem solving, use creativity and effective communication tools to transform a collection of facts and figures into a way of understanding the world. 11 minutes, 18 seconds to go. Plenty of time in regulation. It's a nine-point Carleton lead, 53-44. 13 was their biggest in the first half. Carleton is shooting. 51% for the game. They're 33%, however, this half. Gustavus is shooting 50% this half. Carlton is one for five from three-point range this half. Two for five is Gustavus. As Getz is at the free throw line. Missed. Rebound back tap by Colin. Fritch ends up with it. Hands it off to Harris. 
Harris dribbles to his right, now his left. Passes it to Banovets, fakes the three. He's going to dribble right side of the lane. He looks to get inside the lane, scoops it up, misses, rebound, put back up and in by Spencer Getz. He didn't secure the ball, and he just stole it right away, did Spencer. 55-44, back to double digits is Carlton. 10.49 to go. Gustavus with the ball right to left. There's shots up, no good. Rebound taken out by Banavets. Shot was taken by Barnett. We have a foul here. Going to be on Barnett. And he's going to check out here. Also coming out for Gustavus is going to be Wyatt Olson. Gustavus is going to put some pressure on here. Up, or excuse me, down by 11, 55-44 with 10.39 to go. Banavets will inbound it. Now they're backing off, or at least they're showing they're backing off. As checking in here for Gustavus is going to be Carson Cook. And he comes in for Barnett. So Gibbons will bring the ball up, his team up by 11 with 10.36 to go. He brings it across midcourt, scoops it to Fritch. Fritch across the way to Harris. Harris gets it to Banavets, free throw line extended left, left to right on your radio dial. Lobs it underneath, Fritch layup, good. Great call out of the timeout by Coach Kershaw and his staff. It's 57-44. That was awesome. Left side. Looking to dribble penetrate is Gustavus. They get it in the corner for three. It's no good. Rebound. Harris <laughs> gets it. He's trapped. He's in trouble. He's trying to get it to a teammate. And they're going to call. What are they calling here? I think Coach Kershaw took a timeout. He was about to get a five-second call. So a timeout is taken by Carlton. We'll keep it here with 10.04 to go in the half. 46% shooting for the game as Gustavus. 52% is Carlton. Carlton, not as hot as they were. They had 16 threes on Monday. They got three tonight. They're shooting 25% from Trainland. And they missed a few free throws. They're 6 of 10. 6 of 11 is Gustavus. Rebounds 22 for the Gusties, 25 for Carlton. Remember, they got badly out rebounded when they played in St. Peter, Minnesota. So I know that was a point of emphasis tonight. Then Banovitz and Harris each have three fouls with 10.04 to go. Carlton will inbound the ball, and again, they're going to put on some token pressure here are the Gusties. They get it into Harris. Jonah Anderson will be checking him as Banovitz jogs up the court. Harris hands it off to Gibbons. Gibbons now to Fritch. Fritch to Banavets. Free throw line extended left. Banavets holds that ball high over his head, brings it down, takes a couple of dribbles, spins off glass, and scores. Matt Banavets. 59 44. Banavets has 12. As Jonah Anderson drives baseline, he kind of lowered the shoulder and just bullied right into Harris to score. It's 59-46. He's got eight. Harris has 11. Uh, Colling has 15 to lead Carlton. He has the ball right now. Dribbling to his right. He'll get it to Banavets' top of the key. Banavets turns to face the basket. Dribbles to his right. 
Fritch went baseline to go to Gibbons opposite side. Now to Coling. Eight seconds on the shot clock. Coling layup is good. It's 61-46 Carlton. Boy, they're running good offense here. Pass comes out front. Ewan swings it right side. Anderson back out front. Now they swing it left side. Looking to dribble penetrate is Gustavus down 61-46. 8.45 to go. There's 11 seconds on the shot clock. Here's a pass into the post. Looking to go to the basket on the freshman. Shot turnaround is good by Spencer Swanson. 61-48. He's got 10. 8.27 to go. Gibbons on the left wing. Nice two-hand chest pass. Coling into Banovets. Banovets will dump it off to Harris, who goes up, misses the layup, but he gets fouled by Anderson. Anderson puts both hands up in the air. Actually, they did not call it on Anderson. <laughs> they called that foul on Adam Bewin, and that's his third. It was Anderson that bumped him as Harris hits the free throw. Cool hand Luke now with 12. Leading score in the MIC, over 20 again. Could become the first person to lead the league from Carlton since Zach Johnson. Boy, was that guy a scoring machine. And he made them both. Different type of player. I think we got a foul on the rebound. They call the foul on the rebound on Gustavus' Wyatt Olson. And that'll be his third. 63-48. They'll get the ball back after making two free throws. Actually, Chuck Sweat's going to go to the free throw line here because they're in the bonus. One more foul to give for Carlton. 8.15 to go. Sweat at the free throw line. Chuck has three points. On a three-pointer in the first half, he swishes the free throw. Young man from Illinois. A senior. Will have his second one. And it's no good. Rebound taken down by Gustavus. 64-48. Carlton with their biggest lead of this game. And Getz nearly got a steal. As Gustavus having all kinds of issues handling the ball here against against the Carlton Knights. Dribbling left and going right. They get it in the corner to Anderson. He reverses dribble. Backs up. Seven seconds on the shot clock. He'll be forced into a shot here. In the lane, he was going to shoot the shot. Oh, my. They call a foul. Looked like he might have been tied up. Foul's going to be on Gibbons. Looked like he got in there and may have tied him up, but that's not what the official saw. Third foul on Gibbons. 7.43 to go. They want to make a change to the game clock here. Should be 7.45. It was at 7.43. Anderson pass in the corner. Left-handed dribbles in the lane. Left wing going in the lane. Shots up. Comes up short. Rebound Banovets. And we have another foul called on Carlton. This one's on Gibbons. 
It'll be his third. And so at the free throw line is Evan Weaker. Weaker has eight points. Missed the first one. Luke Harris getting ready to check back in for Gibbons. 7.38 to go in regulation. Both teams in the bonus now, so free throw shooting could be crucial down the stretch. Free throw, rimmed out. Rebound taken down by Banavets. He'll hand it off to Guess. Gustavus is 6 of 11 from the free throw line. Carlton is 9 of 14 as Banavets has the ball. Looks to dribble, penetrate, scoops it up and in with his left hand. Little five-footer, smack dab in the middle of the lane. He is so good at that. And that comes from hours and hours of practicing, right? Banovets has 14. 13 for Harris. 13 for Spencer Getz. As Getz dribbling out front, gets it over to Harris on the right baseline. Reverse layup, missed. Rebound taken down by Gustavus. Spencer Swanson throws it ahead on the left side. Looks to dribble penetrate, bounces it on the baseline. Layup is good. Scoring the layup is Wyatt Olson with 66-50 with 6.37 to go in regulation. Getz drops it off for Sweat. Sweat takes a dribble to his left, bounces it over to Banavets who gets bumped, and Harris gets free as he was being bumped. <laughs> it's 68-50. 15 now for Luke Harris. Averages over 20 a game. The leading scorer in the league. Pass in the corner for three. It's no good. Rebound Banavets for Carlton. He'll get it over to Harris on the left sideline. Harris. Right-handed waist-high dribble. Gets it in the corner for Sweat for three. It's no good. Rebound gets. Back to Sweat for three. It's no good. Rebound taken down by Gustavus. 68-50. Carlton. Chuck was four for four the other night. Here's a three. It's no good. Rebound taken down. I don't know. It was a good shot there. Swan, or, uh, oh, I forgot who took the shot. Anyway, I don't think it was one that Coach DeGroote wanted. Harris goes in the lane. Almost loses it. Now Getz swings it right side. Here's a three by Banovets. It's no good. Wait, Carlton is stone cold for three-point range. I don't think I'd even shoot him. 68-50 with 5.22 to go. Attack the rack. Going in the lane. Pass left side to Anderson for Gustavus. Moving left to right. He goes in the lane, shoots a fadeaway and scores from 10. Jonah Anderson scores. And it's 68-52 Carlton with 5-11 to go in regulation. Let's see what adjustments Carlton makes here following this timeout. Federated Mutual Insurance Company is hiring in Owatonna and Mankato. Federated Insurance offers full training, competitive pay and benefits, plenty of room for growth, and an unmatched company culture. We are seeking talented professionals who are comfortable working with multiple computer systems and who have a strong attention to detail. No insurance experience is required. Join a company that values hard work and continues to thrive and grow. Learn more and apply now at federatedinsurance.com. Five minutes, 11 seconds to go in regulation. Carlton has a 68-52 lead over Gustavus Adolphus. 
when they played in St. Peter, Gustavus won the game 76-62. It's 68-52, Carlton here. In that game, Carlton was out-rebounded by 21 rebounds. And here in this game, 26 rebounds for the Gusties, 29 for Carlton. I think I told you before the game, that was my key statistic in this one for Carlton to win. I didn't say they had to win the battle on the glass. They had to be close, and they're winning the battle on the glass. They're a plus three. So they'll put some token pressure on here as Luke Harris will bring the ball up. It's a trap that they have, a 1-2-2 zone. Bringing the ball up is Harris. He drives down the right sideline, and he got fouled, I guess. Foul's going to be on Keenitz. So Luke Harris will head to the free throw line. All scorers can shoot free throws, and Luke is a scorer. He makes the swish. He's four for four from the free throw line. Now he's 16 points. Made them both. Rips the nylon. 70 to 52, 17. Great balance by Carlton. They got four guys in double figures. And more importantly, they're holding Gustavus to 52 points with 450 to go. Right under the basket. Scoring. And calling for pressure is Gustavus's Wyatt Olson. Banovitz brings the ball up. If you're Gustavus, you can't afford to be trading buckets now. You're down 70 to 54. Four and a half minutes to go in the game. Out front, Fritsch gets it to Banovitz. Free throw line. Banovitz bounces at baseline. Layup, Harris missed it. Rebounds taken down by Gusties. Well, that was an open layup, too. He hasn't missed many of those. Dribbling right side and then having the ball stolen away. Coling's going to pick it up and try and throw it to his teammate. And it gets deflected out of bounds by Gustavus. Good uh, sportsmanship there by the Gusties. Brady Keenitz as he helps Coling up. 70-54 to 54 is our score. Gustavus just turned it over for the 16th time. There have been nine turnovers by Carlton. 4-11 to go. And... Harris will bounce it over to Banovets, get it back across midcourt. The right-handed waist-high dribble, hands it off to Fritsch, dribbles to the top of the key, passes it to Banovets, comes out to get it. Banovets at the top of the key, takes a couple of dribbles right, wants to get inside the paint. He is going to do a fadeaway from 10. It's no good. Rebound taken down by Gustavus. 70-54, to 54, Carlton. 3.44 to go in regulation. Ball's kicked by Banovets. Is <laughs> trying to get the ball in the left corner was Cook. Fritsch is going to check out. Gibbons is going to come back in for Carlton. So the starters are back on the floor for the Carlton Knights with three minutes and 42 seconds to go in regulation. Pass comes in on the block. They get it at the free throw line behind it. He dribbles to the three-point line. Does Olsen. 
And now they're going to go in the lane and kind of force the action, and there's going to be a foul called on Carl. Going to be on Gibbons. And he just fouled out of the game. So Gibbons fouls out with 3.27 to go. Well, the score is 70 to 54. Richards back in. At the free throw line for the Gusties, and he missed it. Is Carson Cook. Did not shoot a free throw in the first half. Four guys in double figures for Carlton as he makes the second one. 70 to 55. If I'm Carlton, I milk clock. You have to have the ball to score, play keep away here, use up the entire shot clock each possession and you should be able to win this game Harris dribbles to his right he gets uh, contact on his way to the basket <laughs> falls on Carson Cook well, Harris is at the free throw line Lucas 5 for 5 and he missed it I jinxed him I jinxed Cool Hand Luke. He's got 17. 310 to go. Rimmed in the second one. He's got 18. 71 55, Carlton with great balance on offense. Man, oh man. Got four guys in double figures. That's dang near perfection. Right side with it. Gustavus. And we got an offensive illegal screen, I guess on the Gusties. Or no, he stepped out of bounds. I'm sorry. He's on the far side. I didn't see he stepped out of bounds. So Anderson's going to check in. 2.59 to go. It should be secured. There's 16-point differential here with 2.59 to go. The Gusties, after losing Monday to a very good St. John's team, come to Northfield and they might have a long bus ride home. It's 71.55. Harris dribbling out front. They don't need to be in any hurry. Dribbles to his left. He kind of gets in hurry mode. Lobs it out to Fritch. Ten seconds on the shot clock. Hand off to Banovitz. They get it back to Harris. Harris, an offensive foul is called. Banovitz gets called for his fourth foul. 234, 71, 55. Gusty's got to start launching some threes here or look for a three-point play attacking the basket. Pass on the right wing. They bounce it back on the block. He gets under the basket. Reverse layup is good, and he's fouled. You don't want to do that if your car open. The clock stops, and they can eat into the lead. As scoring that time with Spencer Swanson. It's 71-57. Swanson has 14 points. Weakers, excuse me, Keenitz is going to check out. Cook's back in. He makes this three-point play, 13-point lead. 
And a timeout by Coach DeGruy. Well, we'll probably see some pressure here, I'm guessing. It's Carlton 71, Gustavus 58. Two minutes and 23 seconds to go in this one. It's not over, ladies and gentlemen. Not over yet. Carlton College's faculty members are highly respected scholars, researchers, and practitioners in their field. But above all, their first priority is teaching. Every course at Carleton is taught by a professor, not a teaching assistant, and classes small enough to offer individual attention for students. A student-to-faculty ratio of 9 to 1 ensures Carleton students have plenty of opportunity for interaction with their professors. Two minutes, 23 seconds to go in this game. It's 71-58 Carleton. They have played very well defensively here tonight. Carry over from the second half against Bethel earlier this week. As Getz will inbound it. To Banavets. He'll be trapped. He'll pass it ahead to Getz. He'll be trapped. Getz is in trouble. And a timeout by Coach Kershaw. Two minutes and 14 seconds to go in regulation. <laughs> Carlton 71, Gustavus 58. Coach Kershaw says, I better take the a full Carleton time. Carlton College out. academic environment is undeniably rigorous and challenging, but it's also uniquely supportive. Instead of competing, students embrace a spirit of collaboration. Unlike most colleges, Carlton has three 10-week terms per academic year, fall, winter, and spring, which allows students to focus more completely on their classes. Another way that Carleton develops leaders. Every part counts at Amesbury Truth, and the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring, and those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too, so you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers. Now coming into this game, Gustavus was 7-3 and three in the league, tied with Hamlin for second place. Carlton 6-4, and four, so if this holds up, Carlton will be 7-4. and four. Gustavus will drop to 7-4. and four. And Hamlin is in action today. St. John's is still undefeated in the league. They beat the Gusties on Monday, 73-70. Their first lead came with 38 seconds to go in the game, I was told. 71-58. Pass comes into Coling. The freshman goes in. He gets fouled. And if he can hit his free throws, this should be 2.12 to go. It'll be a 15-point lead if he makes them both. Young man from Ann Arbor, Michigan. Sam Coling, 6'5", and he missed the first one. Carlton is 12 of 18 from the free throw line. He makes the second one. 72-58. Davis will bring the ball up as we're approaching two minutes to go in this game. And they got a 14-point lead to the Carlton Knights. 
really have deed it up here today. Here's a three. It's no good. Rebound taken down by Banovitz. Banovitz tries to get out of the fray. He does. Has the ball knocked away. Tries to get it back. He held him around the waist. Uh, I don't know why that wasn't called right away. Foul's going to be on the Gustavus Adolphus Evan Weaker. He's a 6'4 senior from St. Michael. That's his fourth. So Banovitz will head back to the free throw line here. He's had kind of a tough night at the free throw line. Two of four. Little blood here on Gustavus's weaker, I guess. Official spots it and sends him off to the sideline. So Banovitz. As the uh, trainer for Carlton will go check him out here. <laughs> so they're working on Weaker's right knee. With a minute 50 to go in regulation, Carlton 72 and Gustavus 58. Really. Really good defensive game by the Knights. Remember when Concordia scored over 90 and then McAllister scored 87? Well, that's in the rearview mirror now as Banovets hits the free throw. He'll get another. Looking forward to those rematches when they come here. Carlton's been very good at home. Only one loss. That was to St. John's, and they could have won that. Missed a shot at the buzzer. Zogas Davis with a minute 46 brings the ball up. They better hurry. Carlton getting after it defensively. Here's a three left side. It's no good. Rebound taken down. Put back up off glass. No good. And a foul is going to be called on Spencer Getz. Getz gets called for his fourth foul. At the free throw line is going to be Evan Weaker. He's 6'4", senior from St. Michael Albertville High School, Minnesota. Takes a couple of right-handed dribbles, bends the knees, pulls the trigger, and swishes it. He's got nine. It's 74-59. Minute 32 to go. He made the second one. 74-60. Coach DeGroote is going to take a timeout. 92 seconds left in the game. Can you score 14 points in 92 seconds? Oh, boy, that would be a tough one. Carleton floor, College it? is committed to providing a true liberal arts education, a curriculum that challenges students to learn broadly and think deeply. Instead of training for one narrow career path, Carleton students develop the knowledge and skills to succeed in any walk of life. Carleton students learn critical thinking, problem solving, use creativity and effective communication tools to transform a collection of facts and figures into a way of understanding the world. 
Carleton ranks number one among baccalaureate colleges in the number of alumni who have gone on to earn academic doctorates since 2007. Approximately 57% of all alums go on to graduate school within five years of graduation, and 21% of alumni go directly to graduate school in the fall after their graduation. It's another reason why Carleton develops lifelong learners. One minute, 32 seconds. It would take an absolute miracle for Gustavus to come back and win this. They're down by 14 with a minute, 32 to go. But I've seen some weird things in my life. <laughs> Gustavus will put on full court pressure here as Carlton will inbound it. And let's see if Carlton, they got everybody out of bounds here. And my guess is they're going to chuck it down the floor. We'll see. Everybody's out of bounds. Now they pass it to Getz. He'll pass it to Banovitz. Getting knocked to the floor is Harris. No call. As Fritsch gets the ball across the timeline, and he'll get fouled. Harris is like, why didn't a foul be called there? I got clocked to the floor. So Fritsch will go to the free throw line. They didn't want Harris to get the ball, obviously, but... You shouldn't be able to push a guy to the floor. Fouling out for Gustavus is going to be weaker. Yep, we've had a couple of guys foul out in this game. Been a very physical game. Carlton gets a break here. They don't play Saturday. They don't play till next Wednesday when they go to St. John's. So they got a, a week to prepare for the Johnnies. The shot's up no good. Johnnies are in St. Mary's uh, Winona tonight. 74-60. Frisch missed the free throw. He makes the second one. 15-point lead with a minute 25 to go. Carlton's going to pick up a win. They're going to go to 7-4 and four in the league. Freeze no good by Gusties. And we're going to have another foul on Getz, and he's gone. So Spencer Getz will foul out with a minute 15 to go. Good thing it's not a close game. At the free throw line for the Gusties is Carson Cook, the 6'4 sophomore from Woodbury, and he wishes it. Davis now with 10 points at the free throw line, make that 11. Carlton has 16. Pass comes into Harris, he's immediately doubled to get it back to Banovitz. Banovitz will throw it ahead to Harris. A minute seven to go. Harris gets around the defender, goes in the lane, went up for the layup and lost it. He lost the handle. Luke has 18. 18 for Colling. 16 for Banovitz for Carlton. As Gustavus... Throws it right side for three. It's no good. Rebound taken down by Harris. He's trying to get away from all those black-clad gusties. He'll throw it ahead to Coling. Coling left side. Cummings will shoot the three. It's no good. Rebound taken down by Gustavus. I don't think Coach Kershaw liked that shot. 38 seconds to go down the lane. Shots missed on the layup. Harris gets the rebound, swiping at it. Frustration foul there for the gusties. Wyatt Olson as he missed the layup. 32.2 seconds. 
Gusties are going to drop to 7-4 and four in the league, 8-8 eight and eight overall. Carlton will go to 10-6 and six overall, 7-4 and four in the MIC. We'll try to get scores after the game. I'm not going to hold my breath as the free throw is no good by Harris. Chuck Sweat's going to check in for Cummings. <laughs> Kershaw liked that last shot. As the free throw is good. 76-62. Luke's got 19. Gustavus looking to drive left baseline. Shots up. We got a foul. That whistle was an anticipation whistle. He blew the whistle before there was contact. It's going to be on Miles Fritch with 24.2 seconds to go in regulation. You don't want to be fouling here. Cook hits the free throw. He'll have another. Harris is going to check out here. Cummings comes back in. 24.2 seconds to go in the game. Free throw is no good. Rebounds tapped out of bounds by Gus Davis. 23 and a half seconds to go. A 13-point Carlton lead. That's what they led at the half. And now the officials... As Banavets looks to inbound the ball, Gustavus wants to double the ball. You get it back to Banavets from Fritch. Middle of the floor to Sweat. Sweat, top of the key, gets doubled. They're going to foul Sweat. Foul's going to be called on the Gusties. Adam Bewin, the 6'5 senior from Golden Valley, went to Robbinsdale Armstrong High School. 76-63. Carlton, really good at home. They've only lost one game, and that one they could have won against the Johnnies. There's a swish. When Fritsch let the ball go at the top of the key, I thought it was going to go in that night, but it didn't. And the Johnnies escaped with a win. Sweat hits the free throw. 78-63. Chuck's got six. As the Gusties shoot a three, it's good. On the right side. Hitting the triple is Bewin. 10 seconds to go. They inbound it to Carlton. They're still trapping, which I don't understand. And we got a, uh, <laughs> a turnover by the Gusties, who nearly got the ball. 78-66. 3.2 seconds left. I think I'd chuck it down court. Manovitz is saying the same thing to his coach. He's going to do that. Passes it to Cohen. And that's the game. Carlton wins 78-66. Great defense by the Carlton Knights tonight. 78-66 is your final score. The Carlton Knights pick up the win, and the main reason is their defense. We'll be talking, I'm sure, with Ryan Kershaw, maybe get a couple of players. Look forward to that. We'll have all the stats in Federated just a Mutual Insurance Company is hiring in Owatonna and Mankato. Federated Insurance offers full training, competitive pay and benefits, plenty of room for growth, and an unmatched company culture. We are seeking talented professionals who are comfortable working with multiple computer systems and who have a strong attention to detail. No insurance experience is required. Join a company that values hard work and continues to thrive and grow. Learn more and apply now at federatedinsurance.com.
Carleton College's faculty members are highly respected scholars, researchers, and practitioners in their field. But above all, their first priority is teaching. Every course at Carleton is taught by a professor, not a teaching assistant, and classes small enough to offer individual attention for students. A student-to-faculty ratio of 9 to 1 ensures Carleton students have plenty of opportunity for interaction with their professors. The Carleton College academic environment is undeniably rigorous and challenging, but it's also uniquely supportive. Instead of competing, students embrace a spirit of collaboration. Unlike most colleges, Carleton has three 10-week terms per academic year, fall, winter, and spring, which allows students to focus more completely on their classes. Another way that Carleton develops leaders. Every part counts at Amesbury Truth, and the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too. So you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers. Well, we had a lot of fouls called in this game. 21 fouls on Carlton. And 24 fouls were called on Gustavus in this very physical game. A total of 45 fouls were called. Carlton finished the game with only 11 turnovers, 17 for the Gustavus Adolphus Gusties. Points off turnovers were only 12-11. Rebounds, Carlton ends up out-rebounding them, 33-31. Remember last time they played, they were out-rebounded by over 20. So that's quite a turnaround. Weaker fouled out in this game. Three other players for the Gusties had four fouls each. Carlton had two guys fouled out, and Spencer Getz and Alex Gibbons and Banovitz had four fouls in the game. As the Carlton Knights shot 49% for the game, their three-pointers didn't go down like they did Monday. Remember, Monday they shot over 60% from Treyland and had 16 threes. Tonight, they shoot 18% and shot three threes. <laughs> but they won the game, right? That's the main thing. Meanwhile, Gustavus had five threes in 23 attempts. They were 22% for three-point range. Carlton was 19%. So both teams defended the three very well. Free throws, 13 of 22 was Gustavus. 19 of 28 was Carlton. It's one of the differences in this game, a plus six there. And that's, that's crucial. The game of basketball, you got to get to that line, and when you get there, you got to make those free throws. That's a lower than their average, 68% from the free throw line for Carlton tonight, and 59% for Gustavus below their average. Steals, four. That's all for Gustavus, four. Carlton had 11 steals. They had eight assists on their 28 field goals. There were seven assists on the 24 field goals for the Gusties. Those are some of the team statistics in this one. As Spencer Getz is sitting down, he's sitting down right behind me here. Well, Spencer, that was a great job defensively against a very good team. 
Yeah, that's a that's a fun one for me. I have a lot of uh, a lot of buddies on Gustavus, so each and every one of those guys I, I know pretty well. So it's a little extra when it comes to playing defense against Gustavus. I just gotta gotta keep my composure and have a little fun out there. I mean, Spencer Swanson lives probably 15 minutes from my house, and we've basically grown up knowing each other. Um, I even went to Gustavus basketball camp with him, so we go we go back quite a ways. But yeah, it's a, it's always a fun match to play Gustavus. Uh, my brother actually, one of my brothers went and played basketball at Gustavus, so there's a little there's a little bit more of a connection for me. You have great balance here tonight. You had four guys in double figures. Love that. Yeah, we're sharing the rock. Great. I mean, we said pretty early on we had uh, we had a lot of injuries early on in the season. We had I was coming from football, so I was a little late. I mean. We knew right away that it was going to take some adjusting to get uh, to get ready, but um, what's important is we're playing good. We're playing good in January and February. That's when it counts. So it looks like we're starting to click on cylinders, and hopefully we can keep it going. I know you fouled out with a minute 15 to go. You had another guy fouled out. Yeah, that's uh, that's my first foul out in my career. <laughs> I uh, I said it right when I got to the bench. Ever since I played basketball in kindergarten, I have never fouled out of the game, and I've taken pretty good pride of that. But uh, <laughs> unfortunately today, my number got called a little too much, and uh, I fouled out for the first time. So this one will go down in my memory for sure. Well, Alex Gibbons fouled out too before you did. So you guys, thank heavens, were way ahead, and it didn't matter. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we were hitting our free throw. I mean, they got in foul trouble too, so it seemed like it was a pretty fair uh, affair there. So can't be too upset with that three pointers uh, neither team shot the lights out by any means i think both teams defended the three very well yeah i mean we're still trying to find our find our groove there uh chuck sweat's getting it Matt bandits is getting it but um yeah we'll see how we'll see how it goes for them they're a great defensive team they've always they've always been a really good team i think they'll do great the rest of the season they just gotta fix a little things here and there and they'll be they'll be right back in i, get, I don't want to see them in playoffs you got a whole week off correct before you play the johnnies at johnnyville yeah that we yeah, will need that one we need to rest up number one team in the maya coming number 16 in the country i believe right now so we definitely need to be well rested uh before we go and play them well you darn near beat them here hope you can beat them there i hope so as well yeah i'll pass you over to the other guys good. and this up. freshman sam colding is going to step down he's from ann arbor michigan and as I was saying to Mr. Getz, there was great balance in this game offensively, and I thought you guys just really deed it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Defensive is def- on the defensive end. That's our always our main priority. Um, we had a little bit of a dif- dif- uh, different scheme today. Uh, we like to challenge their ball handlers with sending a second guy to try to knock the ball loose and get deflections. And it, it fortunately, it worked well for us this game. And um, I, I, I don't know the exact number, but we forced a decent amount of turnovers. I believe we might have had 12 points off of those turnovers, which is, uh, which is all we can ask for, which is great. Yep, you had uh, 17 turnovers by the Gusties and 11 for your team. Great, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever we win the turnover battle, that's, it's always a great percentage that we'll win those games. I mean, keeping our turnovers low and getting theirs high is always, always top priority when we scheme against these teams. Sam, you are getting better every time <laughs> I see you. I'm serious about that. Thank you. Thank you very much. You had 18 points on 7 of 10 shooting. That's pretty darn efficient. Thank you. I mean... I can only really credit the guys around me. They they really create so much opportunity for me on the offensive end. I get the great looks that I need. Um, seriously, it's the, it's all leadership from them. I, I take in so much from especially Banovitz and Luke Harris. They're they're just so great for me and uh, really just let they they make it so I can let the game come to me and. If, if I get the point tallies high, that, that's that's all the better. So I, I really thank them for that. 
Yep, leading the way in rebounds. Getz had nine rebounds to go with his 13 points tonight. Seven rebounds for Matt Banavets. And, and remember, he was in some foul trouble. Yeah, well, we had a lot of guys in foul trouble. There were a total of 43 fouls called in this game. Wow. <laughs> I don't remember a game anything like that. Yeah. I, wow. Well, we'll see you in a week when you take yeah. on the Johnnies. A little bit of a break. Up in Collegeville, you get a week off. That's right. Huge and game. And you're going to need that week absolutely. to prepare. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to keep our bodies healthy, do a lot of recovery in this next week, and um, bring it to them, give them our best. We, we owe them one from last time they came here. So... Hopefully, hopefully we'll do our best against them. This Sexton Arena is not an easy place to play. Not at all. Not at all. Well, I, I'm not speaking for myself here, but, um, yeah, no, it, it, it'll be a tough challenge. I know these Gusties uh, kept it close with them there. I, I trust the coaching staff. We're going to get a great defensive and offensive scheme against these guys, and we're, we're going to try our best. But you don't seem to be phased by any of this. Well... <sighs> I would say I would say I was phased. I, I, I'm still a little phased, you know. I, it's I'm still learning a lot, you know. I um, it's it's all it's all part of the process. I really I credit every every other player around me. It's it's seriously they 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 take most of the heat and uh, all the pressure off of me. It's, it's really there. It's all a, them. It's a team game. Exactly. Exactly. They're Absolutely. Great. When you play as a team. More often than not, you're going to win. Right, exactly. And that's what we do. You know, we play with each other. The ball is humming. And it's just so fun to play offensively when the ball is all swinging across each other. Everyone gets a touch. We get paint touches. Banovitz is shooting well. It's, it's so much better like that. Since the second half of the game against Bethel and then today's game, I'd say the defense is back to Carlton. <laughs> Yeah, we well we lost our touch a little bit ever since Concordia, but I think I think you're right about that. I would say we're we're getting our hands on balls again, and uh, we're just we're just playing aggressive team defense, which is what we what I feel like our identity is, and that's what it takes to win in the MIC. Oh yeah, thank absolutely. you, sir. Appreciate thank you. Great to appreciate talk it with very you much, Mr. Coling from Ann Arbor, Michigan. A freshman will be visiting with Ryan Kershaw here in a couple of minutes, and I'll share some final statistics Carleton with you. College is committed to providing a true liberal arts education, a curriculum that challenges students to learn broadly and think deeply. Instead of training for one narrow career path, Carleton students develop the knowledge and skills to succeed in any walk of life. Carleton students learn critical thinking, problem solving, use creativity and effective communication tools to transform a collection of facts and figures into a way of understanding the world. Carleton College's faculty members are highly respected scholars, researchers, and practitioners in their field. But above all, their first priority is teaching. Every course at Carleton is taught by a professor, not a teaching assistant, and classes small enough to offer individual attention for students. A student-to-faculty ratio of 9 to 1 ensures Carleton students have plenty of opportunity for interaction with their professors. Well, Ryan Kershaw, the head coach of the Carleton Knights, a very happy coach as they play very hard and they defeat a very good Gustavus Adolphus team here at home. Man, have you guys been good at home? Uh, happy coach is correct, Gordy, and yes, we have. We have been uh, We have been good at home, and, and it's been good to see. And 
uh, just just very very proud of our team for the way they play tonight and you know short turnaround after the game on on Monday to tonight and you know Gustavus very different uh, you know offensively as talented as anybody you know them and uh, you know Gustavus and St. John's have really kind of separated themselves offensively you know in the league and you know for us to guard the way we did tonight I was just so impressed on a quick turnaround and our guys the execution was terrific and uh, you know they, those guys really. You know, down at their place, Gustavus Olson and Swanson, Olson mainly, you know, just really hurt us in the paint. And uh, our guys did a much better job on him tonight. That was, that was a total team effort and great to see. 45 total fouls were called in this game. Physical MIC, MIC game. And, uh, yeah, that's the way it goes. I don't remember the last time we had a player of ours get yeah. Uh, Get, a, get three fouls in the first half and, and honestly in the first like seven minutes of the game I'm looking at it and going okay we, Bano's got three with and we got 13 minutes to get this thing into halftime how's this going to work and uh, you know I mean I think he ended up with, with four fouls but as you know that was one thing Guy guy used to tell me and I learned from him is you know don't be the one who fouls your own guys out you know and, and, and sometimes where you know it's two fouls and it's like well we got to sit so and so and you know how many times does that guy with two fouls end up you know he ends, he ends the game with two fouls you know from that standpoint so uh, and one of them was an offensive foul and you know, he, he played a great game and very, very proud of him and the rest of our guys. That was good to see. Spencer Getz told me he has never fouled out until tonight in his whole career, even back in kindergarten. That's impressive. That's impressive. You know, we like we like to, to you know, uh, break streaks or be responsible for streaks or whatever. That's maybe one that I hope that I hope that's the only time in his career here at Carlton that he ever fouls out because he certainly has a lot of value for us on the floor. Yep, and he's getting better and better offensively, and I know he had it all along. You just didn't need him offensively, everybody right? In our, everybody in our program believes in him, and, you know, him playing like he did today was just outstanding, and the confidence with it he played, played with was just uh, was just awesome and, you know, so proud of him. Uh, and we needed it, and, and he was ready, ready for the challenge and did a great job tonight. My key stat going into this one, Ryan, when I looked at the last game stats, was the glass, and you guys out-rebounded him. Huge point of emphasis. These guys are really good on the glass. You know, Olsen and Swanson and Adam Buen and Evan Weaker and those guys are are very, very good uh, rebounding-wise. And so uh, just our guys, you know, the way they played, uh, and the guys off the bench, Chuck Sweat, Miles Frisch, the physicality and the effort that they played with getting to the glass was, was outstanding. 33-31 was a major, <laughs> wasn't a major, um, Differential, but last time they out rebounded you by over. 20. They crushed us. Yeah, they crushed us, and they got some. They got some offensive ones late, and they had some more offensive. To be honest with you, they had some more offensive rebound opportunities this time because they they shot it so darn well. You know, that's what we talked about last time. It's like guys, like they shot whatever from the field, and we and we and we let them have X amount of offensive rebounds. Like we're never we're not going to win the game <laughs> if we play like that. And so, uh, so that was that was uh, that was pretty cool tonight for sure. You have a week off. You we go- do. You go to Collegeville next Wednesday. Yes, we do. Yep. So big, big. Uh, everybody's ready for a day off tomorrow. That'll be good. And uh, you know, huge challenge going to St. John's. You know, Coach McKenzie's got his guys playing great. They are uh, the best offensive team in the league statistically and the best defensive team statistically. That's a pretty good place to start. And so we will certainly have our hands full up there. We had a great game with them here. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll, uh, it'll be a big challenge, and, and I think our guys will be ready. Well, if you play like the second half against Bethel and this entire game against Gustavus, I give you a good shot. I hope you're right, Gordy. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you, Gordy. Great to see you. We'll Thank see you. you next Wednesday. Yes,
up in Collegeville, Minnesota at St. John's. Federated Mutual Insurance Company is hiring in Owatonna and Mankato. Federated Insurance offers full training, competitive pay and benefits, plenty of room for growth, and an unmatched company culture. We are seeking talented professionals who are comfortable working with multiple computer systems and who have a strong attention to detail. No insurance experience is required. Join a company that values hard work and continues to thrive and grow. Learn more and apply now at federatedinsurance.com. Carleton ranks number one among baccalaureate colleges in the number of alumni who have gone on to earn academic doctorates since 2007. Approximately 57% of all alums go on to graduate school within five years of graduation, and 21% of alumni go directly to graduate school in the fall after their graduation. It's another reason why Carleton develops life long learners. The Carleton College academic environment is undeniably rigorous and challenging, but it's also uniquely supportive. Instead of competing, students embrace a spirit of collaboration. Unlike most colleges, Carleton has three 10-week terms per academic year, fall, winter, and spring, which allows students to focus more completely on their classes. Another way that Carleton develops leaders. Carleton College is committed to providing a true liberal arts education, a curriculum that challenges students to learn broadly and think deeply. Instead of training for one narrow career path, Carleton students develop the knowledge and skills to succeed in any walk of life. Carleton students learn critical thinking, problem solving, use creativity and effective communication, tools to transform a collection of facts and figures into a way of understanding the world. Get our final score tonight. The Carleton Knights led from pretty much start to finish, and they win by a score of 78-66. to 66. That was the final, 78-66. Gustavus had uh, three guys in double, four guys in double figures. Jonah Anderson had 10. Evan Weaker had 10. Spencer Swanson had 18. And Brady Keenitz had 10. For Carlton, they were led by Luke Harris with 19. 18 for Sam Coling. 16 for Matt Banovitz. And 13 from Spencer Getz. Carlton also had 12 points off their bench. And let's see here. 20 points, I believe, were off the bench of the Gusties. So we'll be off for Carlton until next Wednesday when we travel to St. John's. Then next Saturday, we go to Duluth for St. Scholastica. Two of your long road trips back-to-back. I don't know why the MIC does that, to be quite honest, but they did. So... Tomorrow night, we've got high school hockey. The boys from Faribault travel to Winona to take on the Windhawks. In Big Nine Conference hockey, I believe I'll get underway about 6.45, a 7 o'clock drop of the puck. I'm not totally positive on that right now. You listen to our sports about 7.40 tomorrow morning. I will know. I will definitely <laughs> know when. And then on Friday, I've got boys basketball, Owatonna, hosting Faribault, big-time rivalry game in the Big Nine Conference. 
Again, Carlton is off until next Wednesday when they travel to Collegeville to take on the St. John's Johnnies. Till then, this is Gordy Cosfeld. Wherever you are,